There are some relationships that you can definitely work on, and there's some that are just way far beyond gone, right? And the situation that we're going to hear about in today's Ask My Mom, I need to warn you, it's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty heavy Ask My Mom episode today. But if Nancy Yancey, the most forgiving, loving person in the world, tells you to just leave, this isn't looking good. Let's see if you agree today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. Uh, If you are new to this, we're a podcast based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. We're recording today's episode from the radio studio, so I think we're doing everything right. My schedule's a little screwy today. I just had to get off of a call where I had to have a disciplinary conversation with someone we work with. And like always, it just, and it's just about productivity more than anything. But if you've (laughs) ever been in charge of people, and mom, I know you were, but it's (laughs) always the most uncomfortable for me it's always the most uncomfortable conversations to have with people that you work with that you manage because you're always like you have to work with these people you can't go in jimmy mack style and just be like you know what what the Mm -mm. fuck was this you know Um, but then you also have to get the point across because you manage people like i'm a manager which right. is weird to me. Like what? Like why? Why? <laughs> Who trusts me to manage people? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I can't manage myself. <laughs> I don't get it. Doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, did you have a hard time with that mom when you were a CEO? I did, and I'm not really uh, sure. I was a really good personnel manager, honestly. Yeah, I think just I got that because, side from you. <laughs> yeah, because just I, like, you I, know, just, I love just the awkward. people, and yeah, and I and. I, you know, a lot of times I feel like they're doing their best, but sometimes their best just doesn't doesn't cut it. Yeah, it's always an awkward. It's just an ugh. So yeah. I'm feeling like a little icky coming into uh, today's. Yeah, it was today's honestly my least podcast. favorite thing was managing people. Yeah, like I, I like favorite. it because I feel like I can like rah 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 motivate and have a lot of good ideas, uh-huh. but. When it comes to the opposite side of having to be like, get your ass together, like it's like, uh-huh. ugh, ugh, punch in the gut. Um, yeah, hate that. I want to know which laws you're okay with breaking. I want to know which laws you're okay with breaking. And the reason I bring this up today is I literally counted. We, we joke about this a lot on the podcast, but I counted this morning how many red lights I go through this like, in the morning time because <laughs> yeah. my theory is, and here in, here in Maryland, it's – the worst I've ever seen when it comes to light timing. There's no sensors here. So mm-hmm. everything's on a timer. So when I leave mm-hmm. my house at five o'clock, there's no one on the road. There's very <laughs> few people on the road, right? Right. Um, not like, like enough to where a stoplight could easily be a four way stop. And then if no yeah. one's coming, I've just decided, cause honestly, some of these lights, there's one, honestly, it adds like three or four minutes on my commute. And oh, yeah. I just, I try to save every single minute Mm-hmm. that I can. So mm-hmm. I literally, I run, I ran nine red lights. Oh my God. I know where the cameras are. I always like look to see if there's cops. And of course I always look for traffic, right? Like oh, yeah. if there's direct traffic coming my way. I don't put anybody in harm. Right. But is it really a crime you think to run a light if no one's there? Mom, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, that's the law. 
So there's no way in the world I would ever do that. But I can tell you that Jimmy Mack would. He so would you, and he does. Put yourself at five o'clock in the morning. And you, and you, every day you do this route. Yeah. And you would sit at red lights where I there's nobody know. at. Quite frankly, depending on the part of town, it might be more dangerous to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I literally thought about this morning and then I was like, when I, when I put it in, cause I'm just so used to doing it now that I didn't really like realize how many lights it was. Uh-huh. So I'm like, is it really illegal to run a light if no one's there? Like if a tree falls in the woods and no one <laughs> sees it, does it make a sound like that kind of theory? Right. That's kind of like the, yeah. I don't, I don't feel bad about doing it. Now I realize I'm, I'm at a risk. Yeah. I, first of all, I don't feel like I'm risking someone's safety, including my own. I don't. Right. I don't feel like there is an issue. I don't feel like there is a problem. Right. Um, but I do. I honestly do feel like um, I. You uh, could get a ticket. I could get a ticket at any time. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, and so, but I still do it. But I have no qualms doing it unless I get pulled over. Then, you know, mm. I would, I would do. It. But then I'm like, okay, so let's let's go through. I made a list of. Things that are actually illegal, but uh-huh. like, do you feel guilty doing these things? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um, jaywalking. Like, no. obviously, jaywalking illegal. There's no traffic coming. No, I don't. And will I you do. cross the street and not even think twice about it? Yes. Every yeah, time. me too. I don't really. Same with. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, if no one's there, mm. I think laws only ex- should exist <laughs> if things are there. Right. You know what I mean? How do you write that law? (laughs) Yeah. Like in the case that some human being is there, that's how it should be written. In the case that a human being is there, then (laughs) you should have a four-way stop or whatever, you know? But in Uh fact, no one's there. Like, hell, why am I stopping? Right. Um, How about copyright infringement, mom? Oh, no, I don't like that. Like, would you, would you willingly go on to Google image and pull down a picture, you know, and claim it as my own. Maybe not even claim it as your own, but use it without express permission. Oh, well, yeah, I probably would do that. So you would do that. No problem. You know, you don't feel bad about stealing somebody else's work of art. And I like, don't think so. I don't think I've ever done that, but, or maybe I haven't didn't know it. Or like, you know, most memes actually happen to be, um, a lot of those are copyright infringed, but they just get so big. There's nothing much they can people can really oh. do about it anymore. Huh. Like we can't wow. as radio stations, we're not allowed to use memes unless we create them because oh, because of that it's so alone. copyrighted. Because it's it's you know like for example, if you take if it's a SpongeBob SquarePants meme, uh huh. I mean SpongeBob SquarePants is is you know copywritten. That's a you know. Oh well, that's a uh, lot of that going on. That's what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> but they, our company, um, all radio companies won't like won't let you touch them. Have you ever noticed that? Like any memes, <laughs> or uh, some some do, but we they don't let us do. We have so many meetings about that. How about wow. littering, mom? Littering, you know, like mm-hmm. it's you just you uh, your your cup falls off the dock. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel guilty about that? Or are you just if, like, man, like if you it's know, accidentally, it's, no, but if it's intentional, yes. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I won't throw it. are such a mess. Why do people do that? Not even. I won't even do it. I won't even do it if I like, but not for like law reasons. Just for like environmental reasons. I feel terrible. Exactly. Will you throw terrible. banana peels out out the window though? Um. Apple yeah. cores. 
Yeah, I probably would do that because the animals will eat them. Grape stems. Like to me, if it, if it can like, if it's food. If it's recyclable. <laughs> what about like a hamburger you didn't finish? Would you throw that out the window? Oh, no. Uh-uh, now, why? What's processed. the difference between that and a Because that's processed. Banana? That's processed food and it would be bad for the animals. Okay. Uh, let me just, let's just do one more. Um, what about using, uh, I made a list of a bunch of these. Um, what about, let's do two more. What about using Wi-Fi? You don't have permission. That's not actually your Wi-Fi connection. So if let's just say that you're at a place and not like a restaurant, but let's just say um, the, the the most common thing would be like using a neighbor's Wi-Fi connection. Mm-hmm. Like if you live in an apartment. Yeah. Would you no, do it, that, mom, and, and feel guilty about that? Mm. It's obviously illegal because it's not yours. Yeah. I don't think I would do that. Um, the law is, I had to look into mm-hmm. that one. The law is if you don't have permission from the neighbor of the business, it can actually, so like even if you, you know, Obviously, like Starbucks, place like that lets you use it. But if you were to pull up outside in front of a business and use their Wi-Fi uh-huh. uh, that wasn't supposed to be used for public one, yeah. I, I would do that. I would have no I, – the reason I don't is because I can afford Wi-Fi. But if I couldn't, uh-huh. if I was looking to save a buck, man, I can't say that I wouldn't just try to see if I could log on to somebody else's Wi-Fi yeah. and just call it a day, you know? Yeah. We have some kids on our street that probably can't afford Wi-Fi and – they would hang out at my neighbor's mailbox because her Wi-Fi used to be unsecured. Yeah. See? So, and do you, do you fault them for that? Uh, sort of. Yeah. So that's a no-no in your mind. But yeah. I wouldn't do it. And okay. I wouldn't recommend other people do it. I'm not sure exactly why, but I mean, it is stealing. Let me give you but, one more. One more legal thing that I'm not sure if you're okay with. Uh, failure to update your driver's license. Every time you move, um, mm-hmm. you have to you, you change addresses. You got to update mm-hmm. your driver's license. Mm-hmm. Uh, costs, I think, $25, $30 bucks to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or let's say that your your driver's license expired. You know, you just haven't yeah. had a chance to like do it. Obviously, that's illegal. Do yeah. you do you fault that one, Mom? Or are you just like, eh, you'll get to yeah. it when you get to it? No, I think you should always have a legal driver's license. You never know when you're going to be in an accident. Then you'll be That's, fine for that, too. Y'all know how long I ran out my California license. license. You know, like I, I know you did, and I worried about that. It's so expensive. Like, so you pay X amount of money, right, already. Mm-hmm. And then when you move... It, that, that, it's not like you can transfer. Like, let's say, let's say you, from my, my example would be, you know, let's say that I got my California driver license and then two months later I moved. I mean, right. those months don't transfer over to Maryland. It's not right. like, oh, okay, cool. Like that's, it's done. It's <laughs> over with, you know, that's yes. honestly why I took so long to register my car. Um, mm-hmm. even I in know. California. I remember I worried about that too. <laughs> I let, I let that, that, uh, that expire because I, mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I didn't know if I'd be in California or not. Right. So, right. uh, yeah, just some things that are illegal that I'm wondering if, mm-hmm. if you're okay with, I thought about you this morning because on the radio show, this came up, we didn't actually talk about it. So I thought I'd bring it to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, majority of Americans say that sleeping compatibility with a partner is important. 
There's a new survey that finds 78% of people in relationships say that sleeping compatibility with a partner is very important. Mm-hmm. 77% of people say they are affected when their partner doesn't get a good night's sleep. 40% uh-huh. of Americans have actually ended a relationship because their partner's poor sleeping habits. Ooh. And the average person will only put up with one and a half hours of their partner snoring before oh, making them sleep on the couch oh. or, like, or leaving themselves. Like they'll oh. say, okay, hour and a half, I got it, and then I'm done. Oh. We haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, but my mom's kind of been bed hopping, but not like in the weird, <laughs> the weird perverted way. Um, the, <laughs> yeah, not with partners. <laughs> yeah. What, what's been going on in the house? <laughs> so, I, you know, I quarantined uh, after Joel's service for 10 days and um, I was in another part of the house. I was in an attached apartment to our house and I slept in that bed for several nights. And then I didn't like the way the air was hitting my face at night. Mm -hmm. So I moved over to Maggie's room, which is right next door, uh, still on a different floor than Jim. And I had the same problem there. So I, I just stayed there until my 10 days were over. And then you were I came saying, though, that downstairs. You're, saying, you're telling me, though, that like you're considering not even sharing the bed anymore. I, I have thought about that because, quite frankly, when I was sleeping, I slept sounder because, yeah. you know, there's no rolling over, there's no snoring, there's no nothing going on. It's nice and quiet and it's just you. And um, yeah, I, I actually enjoyed that. I used to so, always think that that was like the weirdest thing in the world when no. people wouldn't share beds together. Yeah. That was so strange. You like see a couple and they're like, yeah, oh yeah, my mom sleeps in that room or whatever. My dad sleeps, they don't sleep. I was like, oh my God, like what a terrible marriage that is, you know? <laughs> I know. I used to think the same thing. Well, but y'all you are know, obviously falling apart. But God, after 50 years. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason well, I know this now is because I – it's one of the things of why I don't really want to be in a relationship is because <laughs> I really your bed to yourself. I genuinely enjoy <laughs> sleeping in my own bed. Uh-huh. It's been really, really nice. And like, it seems weird now <laughs> to go back and do it the other way to actually share a bed with another human being seems so <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> do you think that you'll be able to actually move out of the bed full time? Like, is that, is that really um, the plan? I don't know. You know, I've been back down in, in our room uh, for over a week now. And honestly, I do sleep better in, quote unquote, my bed. Um, so I don't know if I'll, if I'll move or not. I'll probably you, just stick it out. Do you think it's like a, it's damaging to a relationship if you don't sleep in the same bed? Do you think that that's like well, a, that creates a special bond by having that? Um, I do. You know, quite frankly, when I was upstairs, I worried if something were to happen to Jim at night, would I know about it? Not that anything ever has or probably (laughs) ever will. So that was kind of stupid to even think about that. But I did did worry about that and I do worry about it. But, you know, I know a lot of people our age that definitely have separate bedrooms. They would know. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. Like I (laughs) – I I don't know when in the dating process I could bring that even up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> because I don't I'm not really sure. in my next relationship. I just don't think I really want to share a bed with somebody. <laughs> 
I think that during the courting phase, I definitely wouldn't propose that. Yeah, like I just just come over, hang okay. out. Okay, it's been fun. Now like, you go like, to the other room. <laughs> would it be so wrong though in a relationship to have separate rooms? You know, you know I like don't why know. in the world do we have why why is everybody else have their own room except for the parents? <laughs> why is every kid? I mean, typically, I mean, I know like some kids like will share rooms, but like right. there comes an age where mostly like when you get to the teenager stage, right. like, we well, split this, up. This kid mm-hmm. needs more privacy or more space. Why <laughs> yeah. in the world do we revert that thinking when we get married? Oh, it's all about love and closeness and intimacy and being together. But like, and- we, we, can we, do we have to do that during sleeping hours? Like, can't we do that when we're awake? That's really, and then, listen, I love, I love cuddling. It's great. Like yeah. my, my ideal situation, I think would be to have like two queen size bunk beds. And like, oh, you know, you can hang out at night, watch TV. Uh-huh. And then like, okay, I'm going to sleep. And then crawl to my top bunk and then go to bed. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of that, but probably happens. You know, like do your thing. Like you got a clean size bed, you got plenty of room to do whatever you want to do in there. Yeah. And then like it's bedtime. Okay, good night. Good night. Especially, you know, you know, the good news is your dad's not a restless sleeper. Like he doesn't toss and turn that much. Um, but it is really important to get good sleep. It, it really is. is. If, if I and he doesn't snore much anymore either. I mean, not that he hasn't in the past, and he says I also have. Um, but you know, if if it was really interrupting my sleep and I was really feeling all the the problems with sleep deprivation, then I yeah, I would have to move out. What do you I think about that? I would. Let's get that conversation going. Would you be okay having separate rooms from your partner? Or do you think that's like completely sacrilegious or something? You know, like <laughs> I just don't know if most people feel that way. Cause sometimes I say some things and y'all, y'all make me feel like the craziest person alive. Um, but I, I really think this one, I really strongly stand behind just well, knowing you just that like, better be sure you get a nice big old bedroom. I'm saying like, this is, <laughs> I don't know. You're going to have separate beds in there. Well, no, bunk beds. I bunk beds. It's fine. It doesn't take up any more space. It just goes up. You yeah, know what I mean? That's like true. It's, you it's just fine. climb a ladder. That's right. That's it. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's do our quote for today, Mom. Okay. It's from Nelson Mandela. The greatest glory in living lies not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Mm. Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Don't you feel so good when... You've overcome whatever obstacle it is in your mm-hmm. life, and and you've been through something horrendous, and then it just all goes well, and you're back on the other side. Oh, that is that is glorious. Yeah, that is truly glorious. I um, when that happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with all the things that we went through in the last. Mm. couple of years, you know, mm. I mean, like, I'm not sure which one you want to focus on. Yeah, no uh, joke. But there's been so a lot. So many. A lot going on. So I just, many. I don't know. It's, it's funny you're saying that because, and I don't ever know the quotes before my mom brings them up. Um, I just, I'm wondering if I'm ever going to stand as confidently, professionally than I did before I got let go. Oh, I believe you will. 
I still feel like I'm like Bambi out here on the ice. Hmm. Um, and I don't even know why. I'm not sure hmm. why. But yeah. I feel like a piece of me died professionally that day. Oh. And I, I don't even know what the difference – I don't even know what the difference is. I don't feel like I'm the same human that I was pre and post getting let go. Um, I think that I'm still bitter. I think I'm scared. I think I'm – Well, it was such a betrayal. Yeah. And an already difficult time in your life. Right. You know, I think that's how it's different from any other time. I just don't feel like I'm as good on the radio as I used to be. I don't feel like I'm I'm running at the same Hmm. caliber here. Not Um, the same energy. I I, I honestly I can't put my I can't put my finger on it. Hmm. I don't know. I've been thinking about this last couple of weeks where I'm just kind of like, I don't feel like I'm as good as I used to be. Hmm. Well, part of that may be: Are you enjoying the audience, the culture? The place, you know, I mean, in San Diego, you love the place. You did love the station. You love the music. You you know, you love the people. Um, I don't know. All of those things. I don't know. I just, the I The culture know. of a place plays into it too. Not that you're in a bad place. I, I just. It's am, just different. Maybe it was a better match for you before. I just don't know if like, sometimes you get hit so hard. Mm-hmm. That like you just never fully come back. Hmm. And like, did I get hit so hard that like my body's just kind of like, nope, like we're not. Well, I, I think that happens a lot, honestly, because I've known people that, you know, were in pretty high positions professionally and then, you know, got knocked on their butt and never, never came back because they were scared. You know, yeah. they, they played all those mind games of they're not good enough. They can't do that anymore. And, and so some people, they it helps them like rise than. up and like they use it yeah. for their like advantage. I don't. Yeah. And again, like everything here is like kind of all everything I wanted. I was after I got let go, I was like, man, if I could just go to like a big city with Jess and we could start our own show. Um, yeah. I feel like we could really kill it. And we are, by the way, we're killing it. Yeah. But I just personally don't feel as talented as I did before. And I don't know why I'm not sure what it is, but just something I'm kind of thinking about, but listen, it doesn't, I don't think there has to be like a start and finish line. Right. You know, I don't know that I'm at the finish line yet. Right. Ultimate, because I mean, hell in San Diego, I I was there for five years. I've been here a year and a half, you know, it's not like we're playing at the same caliber. Right. We're still kind of getting used to everything and used to the, you know, the audience here and everything Mm -hmm. else. And they're getting used to you. And yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That's just, that's just when you said that quote. That's how it hit me. I don't. I'm. I'm mm-hmm. I don't want to get emotional about it. But like, mm-hmm. I. I don't know. I just kind of feel like a. Mm-hmm. Not. Not quite running like where I was before. Well, I got you are rising. You're just. You just haven't reached your peak yet. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's do our. Uh, oh wait, no. We just did our quote for today. We'll ask. Actually. <laughs> Pretty serious. Ask my mom here in a couple of seconds, and I think we've all been in relationships where we know are not good. But where is the point when you leave? And that's what she's debating here in just a couple of seconds on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the number one. I don't know if it's actually number one. I can I, let's just say it is. That sounds fancier. The number one in male. <laughs> uh, I do know that over four million men. 
trust their nether regions to the trimmings. <laughs> that's a lot of manscaped, <laughs> right? That's a lot of men. Four Think about million. that. That's Think a about lot like of four men. Million. This, this will. This is like a, a good exercise for us to do when it comes to how many people that is. Like when you're driving to work or when you walk in your office tomorrow, just assume that a lot of those men trim their <laughs> nether regions nicely. Is that kind of the same thing as picturing someone naked if you're no, nervous? No, completely different. That's to make you less nervous. This actually will make you more nervous because you're like, why? Well, there's, no, there's no point in me saying, thinking of these thoughts right now. No, like picturing your co workers in other regions. Um, <laughs> um, Manscaped is a, a proud partner, as you can tell, of Certified Mama's Way with comments like that. Um, I want to recommend for you, it's a great gift, the Performance Package 4.0. It comes with an electric trimmer called the uh, the lawnmower. It comes with a weed whacker which for your nose and your ear hair. It also comes with ball deodorant and a ball uh, toner and some uh, anti-chafing boxers and a nice little tote bag. I use it personally. You can uh, picture my genitals if you'd like to. And um, meanwhile, oh, 20... 20% off. <laughs> yeah, you can't mom it. Uh, no way. Anybody else can. Um, don't act like you haven't seen them before, okay? It's, uh, it's been many, well, when many you were a little years. baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit since then, Mom. Um, yeah. Manscaped.com. Our exclusive offer is 20% uh, free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, promo code for that's Kramer20. Thank you for supporting any of our advertisers. Manscaped.com. Promo code is uh, Kramer20 for 20% off. Also, uh, to get more serious, uh, Dunn is an advertiser on our show. Dunn is the leader in online personalized treatment for ADHD. And what I say is, if I say, do you have ADHD? And you say no. And I say, are you sure? I don't know that you can absolutely say yes to that question. So with that statement, what have I said? There's so many things in your life that can be directly impacted by having adult ADHD that you have blown off. It's like scatterbrained. Uh, I just I can't focus sometimes. Or I just need I just need more coffee to get my brain right or things like that. These are all signs of adult ADHD. Like if you feel like overwhelmed and you're like, I don't know how I can't get all this done. If you've said that for the last week or two of like, I can't get everything done during the day. It's not not time. It's not possible. That could be adult ADHD. So done. That's what they do. They it, they literally they make it affordable and accessible to everyone. They want to increase the awareness about adult ADHD and how underdiagnosed it is, and that's why we're doing it, kind of breaking the stigma to motivate you and having kind of real conversations about mental health and ADHD, and of course empowering people those that are struggling to look for help. So that's what we're here to do. Just take a really quick survey. If any of that resonates with you, text the word done, D-O-N-E, to 888-Kramer8 or go in the show notes. And as a listener of this podcast, if you take it and you decide you want to go through and start getting treatment with done, it's super easy. You get 50% off your initial appointment because of that. So there you go. Uh, That's done. Text the word done to 888-Kramer8 or just go in the show notes. All right, we're going to skip over certified fans today. Everyone's going to get one giant collective whoop whoop because I'm okay. not. It's going to take me a second. I've got uh, I have a meeting in 12 minutes I need to be at. Oh, boy. And it's in okay. a totally different room. So I need to wrap All this right. uh, this episode up. Yeah. This, 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 so collectively, certified fans, anyone that ever supports this show, this episode is dedicated to you. And I love you so much. My mom loves you so much. Thank you for supporting our show. Yes. 
this is where you can do the whoop whoop. Oh, okay. <laughs> whoop whoop to all our wonderful fans. Every single one of you. Love you forever. And if you um if you want to support our show, want to find out more about how to be a certified fan, text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. All right, let's do Ask My Mom. This one is going to get a little bit more serious today. Some of these are, you know, um, mm-hmm. a little lighter. Uh, how, do I, how, how do I handle this with my coworker? But this, this is a relationship. And I think all of us have probably been in a spot where we're like, where do I cut my losses? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, Ask My Mom is an advice segment we do twice a week. And if you ever want to be on it, you can email me, thatguykramer at gmail.com. All right, Mom. Okay, dear Mama Nancy, my boyfriend of 1.5 years and I lived together and recently had a baby. I became a stay-at-home mom because we don't have anyone to watch our child if I went back to work. Paying for child care would basically take my whole paycheck, so we thought it best for me to stay home and care for him myself as opposed to paying someone while I work. Here's the problem. My boyfriend has turned emotionally abusive towards me and now I feel stuck. I can't leave because I don't have a job or any source of income. I know I deserve better, and my baby shouldn't have to hear him yelling all the time. Should I wait and see if he'll change, or do I take some sort of drastic measure to leave? Leave. (laughs) Just leave. If you don't have family or friends that you can go to, Call your domestic violence number in your town and get some help uh, to stay at a shelter or a transitional home or whatever. Because first of all, that was a that was a real that's a young relationship, and um, it's highly probable that as the stress gets more, that he'll become even more abusive, maybe even mm-hmm. physically abusive as well, even though emotional abuse is just as traumatic, if not more so. Right. Um, so, no, do not stay. You do not deserve that. Your baby does not deserve that. And you both will be better off leaving. Um, yeah. Now, you have to keep in mind, too, that my mom, this is like what she did, right? Like. I've heard this story uh, a thousand and thousands of times. So how, yeah, give me, can you kind of speak more on that? Um, so, you know, I was in charge of a, a transitional housing community for homeless families with children. And, you know, 95% of them were single women from abusive relationships. And, you know, you, you would always hear the ones who, well, well, you know, I think it could change. I'm going to hope that he changes. And it's just because of this, this is happening. This is happening. It's happening. It's real. It's dangerous. And you need to leave every time. I mean, women on average go back to an abusive partner nine times, nine times before they finally leave. And that's why so many of them die. Don't, don't be one of them. Don't be one of them. Get help. And she said, forgive me, I don't have the email in front of me, but she said he's physically abusive or he's verbally abusive? Emotionally. Emotionally abusive. Uh-huh. I mean, right. is there, and I'm just talking out loud here, like, because I mean, marriage marriage takes work. People take work, you know? Like, mm-hmm. is that something you think that they could even work on? Well, I don't think so. Not together. Not together. She needs to get out of there. It sounds like she's scared. Yeah. And she should be scared, rightly yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, obviously, my, I think my mom speaks 
I would never recommend that anyone stay in an abusive relationship of any kind. Never. I just, Mm -hmm. I wonder like where the cutoff is then. Um, Mm -hmm. Cause I think that we all, listen, I, I'm not the, I'm not the perfect soul. You know what I mean? Like I, I, Mm -hmm. I raise, I I get mad, you know, like I raise Mm -hmm. my voice. I yell in relationship. I don't say it's right. Mm -hmm. Um, so when, when does something, when does something become emotionally abusive? abusive? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know where that cutoff is. When it continually hurts you. When you're continuously being hurt by another person. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if that's, you know, once every six months or whatever, that's one thing, but this sounds like it's ongoing. And plus, it's a relatively new relationship. If they've already got a baby and they've only been together 1.5 years, one and a half years, then they really have only had a relationship of like six months without a baby. Right. Um, So, you know, it's possible that she really didn't know what she was getting into when um, she she went, went into this relationship. So... I would say better be safe than sorry and get some help, get some counseling. Um, and if it works out for the two of you through counseling or whatever, all the better. But don't risk your your life or your child's. I think you definitely need to take that step no matter what, you know, mm-hmm. and like sorting that out. I mean, yep. I think, Mom, what you're saying is so much easier said than done, you know, and have like resources of how to do that professionally. Very hard. One. You know, Very hard. Yeah. don't let us be armchair experts over here and just be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, just 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 leave, just leave. It's fine, you know, but like yeah. getting a getting some resources of how to do that. Right. I think it'd be super important in this one. Um, yes. And I think will also make you feel more confident. Oh, that decision. you have a way out. Of course. You know, you got no, somebody no in your one. court. Like, and we're obviously we're here, but I think having like a professional. Mm-hmm that can kind of like talk you through and give you some reassurance. Yeah. I think would be really helpful. So, yeah. All right. Look for your national domestic violence hotline. Yeah. I'm sure they would even actually be a great, yeah. Yeah. A great place to start. So yeah, it's 800-799-7233. All right, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And that's it. That's all we got for you today. 
I know today was a little bit shorter. My schedule was a little bizarre. Also, um, if you're looking for Kramer and Jess Uncensored this week, it did not go up today. Jess had to had a prior engagement, and so we weren't able to do it. But you'll get it actually uh, today. Today at noon-ish, you'll get uh, the new episode of Kramer and Jess Uncensored. So, love you. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.